Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 67 May God be gracious to us and bless us, and make her face shine upon us, that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, shall bless us. God shall bless us. Let all the ends of the earth fear her. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. For the Lord gives wisdom. From her mouth came community and understanding. She stores up sound wisdom for the upright. She is a shield for those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of the saints. Acts chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. Saul came also to Derba and Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and the elders who were in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily. And they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And when they had come up to Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So, passing by Mysia, they went to Troas. Good morning and welcome to the fifth Friday of Eastertide. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 67, Proverbs 2, and Acts 16. And it's a really short reading, and I only realize now that I read Proverbs with feminine pronouns as well. But um, in Acts we see the introduction of Timothy, uh, whose mother is Jewish and whose father is Greek, and he's... A believer, uh, he follows uh, Saul, and um, Saul circumcises Timothy because of the Jews. You know his his mother's faith, um, but I don't know exactly why it was important to point out. For they all knew that his father was a Greek. It could be that they want to, you know, it seems like they're siding with Timothy's mother. Like, look, he's. He's a Jew, he's being circumcised, which doesn't make sense because he's circumcised as an adult, and if his mother is Jewish, why didn't she have him circumcised on the eighth day? Anyway, Timothy is also um, the young man that um, Paul or Saul encourages to fight the good fight of the faith in the first letter to Timothy, and also calls him a uh, do-the-things 
as a good Christian soldier, as a good soldier of Jesus Christ in Second Timothy. And it's you, the use of metaphor is common. Like it's not uncommon at all to speak of someone as uh, a soldier, even if they're not. And there's no there's no evidence that he was. If his father was Greek, and he is in Lystra, um, which is a Greek city, um, there's a chance that you know he served. Well, no, I don't think there is because if uh, 25 years is the only term of service, um, so he's not a soldier. His father, who knows? Um, but he call Paul calls him, uh, or suggests that he be a good soldier of Jesus Christ, and encourages him to fight the good f- fight of the faith. Calo Stratiue um, Pistis. Yeah. Um, so Saul also kind of fashions himself as a general, especially in 1 Corinthians 10 and 11, if memory serves. And so he's recruiting soldiers, and Timothy is one of his most loyal soldiers, um, evidenced not only by the two pastoral letters he sends him, but also their long history together on missionary journeys to spread the the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And so the the section here has this kind of very light, you know, kind of battlefield deployment kind of suggestion. You know, they're going around surveying the area of operations, um, you know, the general and his individual soldier, almost like Don Quixote, like I can't help but think he's a little bit of a wannabe, um, but I'm—I don't know. It is what it is, um, and so they—they're—they're. Uh, they're, Saul certainly sees their mission as a kind of spiritual warfare. We don't hear that much from Timothy, um, but we are introduced to him here, and it's one of clearly one of Saul's most loyal companions, who he calls a fellow worker. Uh, a soldier of Christ, you know, uh, all kinds of things. Um, and he has these really humble beginnings, uh, but he's, you know, he's got two letters uh, to his name in the uh, in the New Testament, so it's certainly not nothing. And the other thing that I always love to point out with um, Timothy and the soldier of Christ, the good soldier of Jesus Christ, um, is that, you know, some really important doctrines, like the doctrine of the Trinity, doesn't appear anywhere in the New Testament. But what does is this good soldier of Jesus Christ. And so Christian soldiering, uh, you know, has its roots right there in Paul, um, not in the second century or whatever, um, but right there when Paul is going about talking about himself as a general commanding his troops and recruiting good Christian soldiers like Timothy. Um, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be supported. You know, it's not um, developed later to give name to something that is probably theirs, uh, pretty strongly hinted at. Um, but like, it's it's right there. There's no argument that Jesus, that Saul um, understands the spiritual battle that he is engaging in, and you know the the Christian soldiers that he's calling to fight in that divine battle, not with flesh and blood and with weapons of this world, but 
um, you know, against the forces of darkness and ego and corruption and, and abuse of power. Um, and it's a call I, I think is still really important today. Prayer for those in the armed forces of our country from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, we commend to your gracious care in keeping all the men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad. Defend them day by day with your heavenly grace. Strengthen them in their trials and temptations. Give them courage to face the perils which beset them and grant them a sense of your abiding presence wherever they may be. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.